Welcome to another mini episode of the Superpowered Fancast. This is Darren. Now, there are many places in the world that I would like to visit. Europe appeals to me culturally, Africa appeals to me emotionally, and Japan appeals to me intellectually. Now, when talking about my geekdom, there are three places that I would love to visit that affect me on those same levels. Now, the first, of course, being San Diego Comic-Con. Now, the second is the world's largest Star Trek convention that Creation Entertainment throws every year in Las Vegas. And the third is E3. Now, E3 is the Electronic Entertainment Expo, and it takes place this year from June 14th to the 16th in California. Now, the reason why I'm so enamored of the Expo is that I love video games. Ever since I was a kid playing Coleco or Atari, I was thrilled with the changes in video game technology. Now, when 8-bit graphics got replaced with 16-bit, I was there. When cartridges were replaced with compact discs, I embraced the change because I knew that the graphics would continue to get better and better. So I look forward to E3 because it's a showcase for me to see the future of gaming. Now, I really can't get into all of the games that are showcased at the Expo this year, but I will talk about the ones that interest me. Now, if there are any games that you would like to discuss, or if you have a different take on the ones that I do talk about, let me know. As always, you can reach me or any other Superpowered Fancast team at our website, www.superpoweredfancast.com, our Twitter feed, at SuperpoweredFan, our Facebook page, facebook.com slash superpoweredfancast, or email us at superpoweredfancast at gmail.com. So the first company to uh, kick off the event was EA. And I'm again, I'm, I'm not going to focus on all the games that they talked about. I'm really just going to talk about the ones that I'm looking forward to. The first of which is Titanfall 2. Now, I'm a huge fan of the first Titanfall game and the continued popularity of it, especially with the people I play with online gives me hope that the sequel will build on the immersive experience that the first one gave me. And with the announcement of a single-player campaign, the story of Titanfall has more time to develop and grab the player. Now, PS4 players will actually get to play Titanfall 2, and judging from the gameplay trailer, there seems to be a little fastball special action in the trailer uh, between the Titan and the pilot. Now, that relationship is something that I really want to explore, especially in the sequel. Uh, Mass Effect Andromeda. Now, there aren't a lot of details about this game so far, but I am looking forward to the fourth game in the Mass Effect series because I have played the other three. And it's one of the stories, it's one of those immersive stories that I want to know more, that I want to see more of. I want to see what's next. But most of the focus in this game is on the journey outside of the galaxy, outside the Milky Way galaxy. Now, they seem to be going a little Star Trek with the mission by adding the exploration focus and the meeting new aliens. Now, hopefully, this will enhance the character relationships in the game by adding, a new, by adding new characters to the story. Now, Star Wars Battlefront 2. As a Star Wars fan... Star Wars Battlefront was one of the top games of the year to me. Now, when I got it for Christmas last year, I played it every day for a month. Now, I still play it, and I still enjoy it, especially the ship battles. But like many fans of the Battlefront series, the lack of single player was something that I always felt lacking in this one. And hopefully the new game will feature that single player component. What that might look like, I can't speculate, but one of the things that made it difficult to get into Battlefront 
was that the character I created had no personality, which is something that a single player component could allow for. Now, Battlefield 1, it looks interesting. Having up to 64 players in a multiplayer session is also really interesting. I like the destruction mechanics and the weather effects, especially since they will change randomly. If you load one map and it's sunny, you may load the same map and it's raining. That's interesting to me because it, it changes up a lot of the dynamics. But the trailer, again, looks amazing, but the gameplay in Battlefield has always been hit or miss for me. Like Sometimes it works, sometimes you get sniped from somebody on the complete opposite end of the map which just makes absolutely no sense. Now, I like the retro World War I feel of the game and the fact that there are Zeppelin battles and horse battles make the game intriguing to me. Is it intriguing enough for me to buy it on first day? At this point, I can't say. But it is interesting. Now, the next was Bethesda Softworks. Now, Bethesda started with a callback to the classic PC load screen for Quake, and then they unleashed the trailer for Quake Champions. Now, I've played all the Quake games on PC and console, and I'm looking forward to this one. I'm looking forward to Quake Champions. Now, Quake always felt like the game Doom was trying to evolve into. Like, the graphics were better, the gameplay itself was more streamlined and less clunky than its contemporaries at the time. So, Champions looks like it's building on that same strategy, and I might go ahead and give it a try. Again, until I get into it, until I read more about it, not going to be a first day buy for me, but it is something that I'm uh, that I'm probably going to end up playing, just out of tradition. So they've they've announced a new DLC for Fallout 4, now a game everyone tells me that I should be playing, especially uh, people on the Superpowered Fancast team who are telling me I should be playing it. But the stuff they showcase is actually causing me to consider picking the game up. Now, the Contraptions Workshop, which includes features like elevators, greenhouse kits, warehouse kits, fireworks, and armor racks, that it looks good to me. And Vault Tech, you know, which allows you to build and manage your own vault, and Nuka World, which is a new zone that features new quests, raiders, weapons, and creatures. Now, adding that additional uh, DLC makes it something that I might consider picking up to play. But I can't guarantee it, so you know, don't don't pillar me in the pillory me in the streets if I don't. Now, a remastered version of Skyrim is coming to PS4 and Xbox One. Now, I played Skyrim on the Xbox 360, and I couldn't really get into it, but the remaster does look really good. So it might be something that I give a second look to. Now, I made the decision a long time ago that if I were to ever get into a game that was guaranteed to suck up hours of my time, I would only choose one. Now, I chose World of Warcraft, but the Elder Scrolls Online gameplay footage is making me question that choice. And the fact that they're allowing all players to explore, to explore the world without level restrictions with one Tamriel this fall is making it hard for me to dismiss the game out of hand. So it might be something I might pick up. Because... Even World of Warcraft Legion just hasn't really grabbed me as far as the expansion pack goes. Now, everyone, from what I'm seeing, seems to be getting into the VR world. Now, Bethesda VR is bringing Fallout 4 to virtual reality. Now, I'm still kind of on the fence about the tech myself, but I may be leaning more towards it than away as I see more. 
Now, Dishonored 2 looks really interesting, and I will probably be more interested once I finish Dishonored 1. I mean, don't get me wrong, it's a solid game, but the story hasn't really held my interest. Judging from the trailer, though, I might power through and finish Dishonored 1 in order to get to Dishonored 2. Uh, Ubisoft didn't really have much to sustain my interest. I'm actually glad that they didn't showcase a new Assassin's Creed game. But they really could have kept the movie info, especially since it didn't really add anything that we didn't already see in the trailer. Now, For Honor from Ubisoft looks really epic. Now, if you think of all the medieval battles that you see in fantasy movies like Lord of the Rings and you dream of leading a squad of soldiers into brutal battle, then this game might appeal to you. It appeals to me. I actually like uh, the fact that they seem to be taking warriors from different cultures and having them go into having them go into battle together and against each other. Uh, Ubisoft is also getting really VR heavy and I was starting to tune out and then they announced a new Star Trek game and I snapped back in. Now the game is called <clears throat> it's called Star Trek Bridge Crew and having four players in a virtual environment in, in involves having four players in a virtual environment. Now, it looks like the next evolution of not only cooperative gaming, but the next experience that I was hoping for in the Star Trek series. So you need to work with others in order to succeed in your missions. You choose a member of the crew to inhabit. Like you can be the captain, the engineer, operations, helm, or tactical. But whatever role you choose, the other people in the group, they when they choose theirs, you have to work together to complete a mission. You can't just be the captain and then also the engineer or the tactical officer at the same time. Now, I've played every Star Trek PC and console game from Birth of the, Birth of the Federation, which is still installed on every computer that I own, to Star Trek Online. Now, this game reminds me of another Star Trek game that I really liked called Star Trek Bridge Commander, which is a game where you play the captain. But it's a single-player-only experience. Now, Star Trek Bridge Crew seems like the immersive experience that I've always wanted. So that's definitely what I'm looking forward to. Am I looking forward enough to pay for virtual reality tech? Not really, but you know, we'll see how it goes. We'll see how the price goes in the future. It might be something I might have to invest in over time. So there you have it. Now, there weren't a whole lot of games that caught my interest so far, but I still have the Microsoft and Sony announcements to watch. So if they have anything of interest to me, I'll be back to let you know. This is Darren from the Superpowered Fancast, signing off.